This show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast show. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother- we in the- Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Back to the work week, man. How y'all feeling, man? How y'all feeling this morning? Well, Envy, I know you had your car show over the weekend, Carcella. Yeah, I need another day. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah, shout to everybody that came out to Carcella. I'm not going to lie. Doing outdoor events really, really mess up my, my stomach and my anxiety, man. All week long, it said it was going to be 70% chance of rain, 80% chance of rain. And we didn't get one drop of rain over the weekend out in That's Atlantic a City. No meteorologists don't know what they, the they, hell they be talking about. know what they talking about. So we had over 10,000 people out there in Atlantic City. Um, I mean, we had everything. Over 500 cars, 100 vendors. There were so many people, so many things for family, from Ferris wheels. We had petting zoos. Um, we had uh, we taught kids how to double dutch. We taught kids how to change tires. Um, what else? We had video game trucks. There were so many different cars. Shout out to little Uzi Vert who, who brought all his cars down. French Montana, 50 Cent, Fabulous, Little Kim Currency. I mean, it was just so many people that showed up. It was just, it was hot though. It was hot. But we everybody had a great time. So just want to shout out to everybody that came out to Coachella, Atlantic City. I had such a great time seeing everybody, taking pictures with everybody, and just enjoying the day. So shout out to everybody who came out, and thank you again for coming out. Made it a successful event. Shout out to everybody in Atlantic City. Shout out to the Mayor Marty Small. Um, it was just a great time. Shout out to Lincoln Tech for sponsoring. It was just a wonderful family event. The kids had a great time. I just seen so many smiles, so many people celebrating their birthday. You know who pulled up on me? Caden. You, you remember little Caden, young Caden? Consequences, son? Yep. Yeah, he came through. I didn't even know who it was. He was before. driving? No, he didn't drive. Oh, you make it sound like he just pulled up by himself. Him like his they... mom pulled up. Oh, okay. They had a great time. It was just, it was a Fetty Watt pulled up. A Boogie was there. It was just a lot of fun. So just shout out to everybody that came out to Atlantic City. Now, I know you in South Carolina, right? I was in South Carolina doing my uh, fifth annual back to school, you know, uh, book bag giveaways and school supply giveaways and fish fries and all mm-hmm. of that good stuff. And um, I got surprised with a blessing, you know, courtesy of uh, the city of North Charleston, city of Monks Corner, and the city of Charleston. They uh, made it Charlemagne the God Day. Nice. So August 14th is officially Charlemagne the God Day in those three cities. And uh, when they come back in January, it'll be officially Charlemagne the God Day in the whole state of South Carolina. There you go. Yeah, so salute well, to... Well, congratulations. Uh, Drop a bomb for Charlemagne. Absolutely. Salute to our station down there, Z93 Jams, which is actually the first station I started uh, doing radio at. I started there as an intern back in 1998. But they didn't fire you, did they? No, I actually quit Z93 Jam and went to go work <laughs> for the uh, other radio station in the market, uh, even though they were much smaller. They're not around anymore. But even though they were much smaller, but they gave me a, a full-time show. Oh. So I took the opportunity. Did that one fire you? They fired Oh, they, they definitely fired them me. Did. That was my first firing. Yes. All right. That's when uh, a station called Hot 98.9 in Charleston no, no longer exists anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Booted them for firing. Hey, man, God bless them. But that's not a, it's not about them, okay? It's about right. Z93 Jams and it's You're about... Right. Uh, uh, what we're doing now in our lives. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. 
Well, let's get this show cracking. Well, what what you do over the weekend, you? Uh, well, we do have to get the show started, but I was in Detroit. Uh, Dave Chappelle was taping his new special for Netflix. Oh. So I was out there for that. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's discuss the weather. This month, Last month, July was the hottest month in recorded human history. And we'll also talk about the 7.2 magnitude earthquake in Haiti. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, last month, July, was the hottest month in recorded human history. And they're saying because of climate change, the world is on a disturbing and disruptive path. And there's going to be a lot more heat waves, droughts, and floods, right. more frequent and intense. And, yeah, so... Could somebody close the door? We can hear feedback from uh, whatever y'all trying to do in the background, guys. I thought I was here. I was like, what's going on here? Come on, now. All right, also... And climate change is very real, Mm -hmm. by the way. And they said that the earth in the next decade is going to be unbearable. Meaning, like, you know, you think it's too hot to sit outside now. It's going to be too hot to just go walk to the mailbox in the next decade. Yeah, I mean, just think in the last 142 years of keeping record, July has been the hottest month ever. You know, this might be it for us, bro. We might be the dinosaurs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all remember that great TV show that used to come on back in the day uh, called Dinosaurs on ABC. Do y'all remember that last episode? Mm-hmm. When it, it, was, it turned into the Ice Age and the family was just sitting in the house and the baby was like, are we going to be okay? And it was like, yeah, we're going to be okay. And then it just went off. You know, you know, Everybody think, froze to death. You don't think people could change that? You know, like in Dubai, like a couple of weeks ago, they made it rain. Like, they were able to mess with the atmosphere. They've been trying to make, make it, rain. it rain in this country for the past 20 years. You've been to the strip clubs. You DJ them frequently. Has it worked? It does work It, it does work in the strip club. It worked last couple, worked a couple weeks ago in the body. They actually made it rain, and it rained, and crazy. I don't know, bro. I think we might be the dinosaurs. We think we might be on our last legs here. All right, now, and the Haitian, gover- the Haitian government has declared a state of emergency. There was a 7.2 magnitude earthquake that struck the country on Saturday. At least 1,297 people have died mm. and more than 5,700 people injured so far. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So that quake did destroy yeah. almost 14,000 homes and damaged another almost 14,000, according to officials. Naomi Osaka has pledged her tournament winnings to Haitian earthquake victims. She posted, it really hurts to see all the devastation that's going on in Haiti, and I feel like we really can't catch a break. I'm about to play a tournament this week, and I'll give all the prize money to relief efforts for Haiti. I know our ancestors' blood is strong, and we will keep rising. Yeah, salute to all our Haitian listeners. Salute to all mm-hmm. our Haitian massive, all my Haitian folks. Uh, somebody hit me up on Instagram yesterday and said that they were trying to collect sneakers to send to Haiti. I don't know if that's something that they need right now. I don't know, but you know, whatever sure I can do to help. Everything, money, clothes, absolutely, everything. Whatever I can do to help, let me know. Supplies. But I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm Larry on sending money because I want the money to actually get to the people. You know what I mean? So I don't know how the money can actually get to the people of Haiti, but please let me know. All right. And the United States could soon hit more than 200,000 new coronavirus cases per day. That's what they're saying. And we haven't seen that since January or February. They're saying this should not be where we are at in August. But here we are with the new Delta variant, which is so contagious in this heartbreaking situation where 90 million people are still unvaccinated. They are sitting ducks for this virus. And that is the mess that we're in, according to... Uh, Dr. Francis Collins, who is the director of the National Institutes of Health. Now, children hospitalized with COVID-19 in the United States have also hit a record number. The number of kids is uh, just over 1,900 on Saturday as hospitals across the South were stretched to capacity. 
And that is because, as you know, like we just said, the Delta variant is rapidly spreading among mostly the unvaccinated portion of the U.S. population. And yes, so... You know, unfortunate situation, as we can see, kids are going back to school. School districts in Florida, Texas and Arizona have mandated that masks be worn in schools, defying the orders from their Republican state governors that ban districts from imposing such rules. I wonder if every like let's say you're you're teaching the classroom, right? Mm -hmm. And the teacher's vaccinated and every student in the class is vaccinated. You notice you see their vaccination cards, everything. Do they still have to wear masks? Um. They're well, I know yes, kids I under believe. 12 aren't eligible to get the vaccine, so it would have to be 12 and over. Well, that's in those what I mean. Classrooms. The kids that are older. Uh, I, mean, I believe so. They say it's a mass mandate, so yeah. Mm. What I don't understand is like in New York today, they're, they're making people have vaccination cards to go into certain buildings, restaurants, and things like that, right? But you can still go into an airport, which is dumb crowded, and sit next to somebody on a plane, and they don't check vaccination cards. Well, could you shut up giving these people ideas? Because uh, that's only a matter of time. But you do have to wear a mask in the airport. Yeah, you definitely got to wear a mask in the airport. Mandatory. Shut up. Stop giving people ideas. Amy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, by the way, them vaccination cards, them fake vaccination cards are the hottest things on the street right now. People getting locked up for it, though. Uh, yeah, they seized a bunch of them They just not now. playing. They getting locked up They ain't for even it. let y'all make a little bit of money. They nope. on y'all ass immediately. <laughs> they at least give you a couple months to make a little cash first. Nope. They ain't even doing that this time. They, they not playing. you up, too. All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. Phone lines are open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Carter from Jersey. Yeah, what's happening, King? Carter, get get it off your chest, Carter. I want to thank y'all for giving my cousin a shout-out, man. Who? Monty. Oh, Monty, it was his birthday. Okay. Yeah. I went to the car show, the car show was fire, man. All right, you had a good time, man. My son loved it, man. Yeah, man. My son and my nephews loved it, man. Yeah, what was their favorite thing on the car show? The rides, the cars? What what, what was their favorite part? Yeah, the rides. uh, I've seen this one car. My uh, my son took a picture by. It was uh, with Kobe. It had a picture of Kobe and it it had his ring on the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, I seen it. That was dope. That was really dope. It had his ring on the inside. Yeah, it had his ring on the inside. Who had Kobe's ring? How did he get Kobe's ring? I'm sure it was a replica. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, man. All right, well, thank you for coming hey, to the call, show, man. I appreciate it. All right, bro. All right, brother. Love you, man. Love you. Don't even know that man. You saying you love him? Yeah, he Come loves see. us. We love him too. I love everyone. Right, there you go. Hello, who's this? Hello, hello. This is Brad Sampona from Duval, Jacksonville. Duval. What's, What's up, happening? Bro? What's going on? What's going on? I'm basically calling uh, in, in regards to Charlemagne's uh, comment about the uh, schools. Is the man? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm just calling to say, like here in Duval, Jacksonville, my my middle my middle son, his school, they're doing some things where they're sectioning them off, like like many FEMA camps. <laughs> really? Like, uh, so if they're vaccinated, they get their own little pod, and they're unvaccinated, they get their own pod. They're like keeping them separate. That's <laughs> crazy. But what if they start putting that in the world out here? You know? I didn't hear the last part. What'd you say? I said, what if, what if they start doing that to everybody? Just, you I know, mean, that's what it's that that's what it's about to be. I mean, they're drawing a line in the sand between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, and, uh, and yeah. the vaccinated have more privileges than the unvaccinated. So. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to call in and put a little note on, on what you were saying, Charlamagne. Yes, sir. Florida. All right, brother. And uh, you just give a shout-out to y'all. It's y'all every morning. Charlamagne God, DJ Envy. I think I said it right. 
Yeah, you said ye, right? Yeah, yep, that's absolutely. correct. Well, have a good morning, bro. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this Q Butter. What's up, bro? Q Butter. Hey, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, y'all had Earn Your Leisure on, right? Yes, yes. sir. Yeah. And almost every other word, they were saying uh, Toro. Toro, Toro this, Toro that. It wasn't every other word, but um, they did discuss Toro. So Toro, they kind of grimy. I had a brand new Hellcat on there, and uh, it got totaled. And Toro left me hanging. Um, so with that, I want to say for your listeners, like, don't don't mess with Toro. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't even help me find a car. Um, for real, for real. Well, you need to go leave a, a review on Toro. You got to go leave a review and let people know. Yeah, bro, and I, I don't think I would put my Hellcat on Toro. I thought Toro was more for people that's traveling, you know, trying to do local. You crazy. Uh, you know how many people want to rent a Hellcat? Yeah, they have a lot of luxury cars. Would you let somebody rent a Hellcat driving through your city, a New York City? I Miami? wouldn't, but people rent slingshots and they rent all this other stuff. They would damn sure want a Hellcat. It's cat. too much power for a lot of people. It's too much power for people that buy it. Hey, people people would rather win it. There's a lot of competition on there. It's a lot of competition. You can't just go in there with a, a camera and think it's going to get chosen. I mean, that's kind of how it is. But yeah, I mean, so there's no insurance or nothing? It, it, it was. I had the highest insurance. They premium insurance. And so their excuse was that uh, the driver had, like, a fraudulent account. He had lied about his age, and they were saying that the driver was too young for the car. Damn. He was, like, 18, 19, so... That's too much power for uh, you. I, I, I talked to a bunch of lawyers, and, you know, they, they kind of got me. They said that, uh, Damn, they, they, you know, in the fine print, they had a rule saying that uh, drivers under 25 can't have a supercar. Damn. But how do they verify that? Shouldn't they have to verify that? That's right. Or oh, see, like, so when you sign up and, you know, it say uh, to continue, these are the terms and conditions. Kind of like how TikTok was doing when people signed up. They said, oh, I own your rights. It's kind of like that. It's fine print. It, they just, they hide it. Well, that's um, most of these social media sites. Sorry most, for you, yeah, 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 you're right. It's most on like that. So, but I'm, I'm glad you're telling people because this, this thing, I mean, I don't I do not do Toro, but I'm sure there are a lot of people that, that do and, and maybe you can help maybe some of them out that didn't know that. Well, thank you for calling. Go sorry, leave a, go go leave a review. Gotta go okay. leave a review. All right, brother. I breast club. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Rob from Cleveland. Hey, Rob from Cleveland. Get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to know, I just want to let everybody know, uh, here in Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland Clinic, my wife's a nurse, and they are going through it right now. So she's just telling me how her, 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 uh, her co-workers and nurses are leaving. They can't even give the patients hot food because all the staff are leaving so for people that are saying that the conspiracy is real right now so mm. if you're a nurse, just give him a, give him a hug and just say thank you. That's all well, I'm going to go. Well, don't give him a hug right now. It's COVID. Well, why are they leaving? Yeah. Why are they leaving? Because they're overwhelmed. Mm. So they were going from a patient ratio of one nurse to five patients. Now they're going one nurse to like nine to ten patients. Right. Uh, they don't have aids to help them with the patients. They can't even get proper care. And the amount of nurses that's leaving is, is just overwhelming that the nurses are just getting out. That's yeah, crazy. I, they doing the nurses dirty. I even seen something, you know, some nurses didn't want to take the vaccine 
And they're saying, they're telling the nurses, if you don't, you know, you can't work there, they're going to fire you, which I think is crazy because for a whole year and a half when there was no vaccine, those nurses were putting their life up against the wall, saving people. But now, if a, if a nurse decides they don't want to do it, you're going to fire them? After that, for right. a year and a half, they've been exposed and, and really helping people right. and not knowing. I think that's foul, man. They did the nurse. They've been doing the nurses dirty. And and I think that they need to pay the entities and the food staff even more money because now they can't even afford to give these people hot food because they don't have anybody to cook it. People are leaving, going to work in other places, making more money. So mm-hmm. it, it's just crazy. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I think this. Uh... Thank you, brother. This third planet from the sun, I think we on our last legs, bro. Between climate change and COVID, I think, you know, everybody just needs to lean into God in a real way because I don't know how much longer we got left, bro. Yeah, and the hospitals is difficult because you're working with people who have uh, um, uh, compromised immune systems as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the vaccination is important for people who work there. But then it's hard because you don't want to force people to do it. But then you also don't want to make things riskier. Right. Hello, who's this? It's Jermaine out of Atlanta. Jermaine, what up? Get it off your chest. I just want to send protective energy to my two daughters, the Barmaid twins, as they start their first grade. Go okay. to school this week with the masks on. All right. Well, at school, yeah, that's right. School starts in Atlanta this week, man. Well, yeah, well, well yeah, definitely. Most of the South, really. Pray for them. In now, Atlanta, been, Atlanta, been, Atlanta went back like a week ago. But for the rest yeah, of Yeah, yeah, just their district just started. Their district just started, so. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. But yeah, protective energy, man. Thanks a lot. Okay, brother. Protective energies, you got you to gotta smudge them before they leave the house. You got to sage them. You know what I mean? Let that polisanto go over their bodies. Say a little prayer for them. Hello, who's this? This is Jay. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm at a jaw breakfast club, man. I moved to Tampa Bay five years ago from New York, and you guys just got on my station down here, man, like two months ago. So I'm mad at y'all, man. You mad at us for actually being on the station? Yeah, no, nah, it took you guys five years, man. That's why I'm mad. It took y'all five years to get down here in Tampa Bay, 95 to beat. How do, you, how do you think national syndication works, sir? You think they did this immediately put us on 100-plus markets? No. You got to earn these markets. Nah, man. Don't get me wrong, man. I understand, but I'm still mad, man. You ask me where I'm at, and that's where I'm at. All right. Well, thank you, well, sir. We're on the station now, man. That's right. Salute right. to... Yeah, Congrats, Tom Charlemagne. I'm Charlemagne today in um, South Carolina. All right, bro? Oh, thank you, brother. I don't. I think he said congratulations. He did say congratulations. Okay. Yes, I sure did. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right, brother. Get it off your chest. 95.7 The Beat. Salute to 95.7 The Beat in Tampa, man. Mm-hmm. That's the station you can catch the Breakfast Club on. Tampa Bay's number one for hip-hop and R&B. 800-585-1051. You can get it, on your ch- get it off your chest. <laughs> Ooh, get it on your chest. Boy, tell us about Atlantic City. It must have been going down at Coachella. Oh, I hate you, Whoa. Man. We got rumors on the way. <laughs> wow. Yes, and let's discuss Lizzo. <laughs> Over the weekend, she went on live, and she got very emotional about some of the people that have Nasty, negative things to say about her. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Did you- this is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Well, Lizzo was on social media, and she was getting emotional about some backlash that she's gotten after putting out the song Rumors that she has with Cardi B and people weighing in on her weights and how she looks and having negative things to say. Here's what she said. Sometimes I feel like the world just don't love me back. It's like it doesn't matter how much positive energy you put into the world, you're still going to have people who have something 
something mean to say about you. And for the most part, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I just think when uh, I'm working this hard, my, my tolerance gets lower. My patience is lower. I'm more sensitive. She posted, loving yourself in a world that don't love you back takes an incredible amount of self-awareness and a BS detector that can see through backwards societal standards. If you manage to love yourself today, I'm proud of you. If you haven't, I'm still proud of you. This ish is hard. Here's what else she had to say. For the people who just always will have something negative to say about me that has nothing to do with music or the content of my character or me as an artist and just has everything to do with my body or whatever trope you think I fall into, suck my from behind. Better stop threatening Cardi with a good time. going to be the main ones catching up. Every artist that's great has went through the same type of criticism. That's why I'm not afraid of it. Lizzo's right, but she better stop threatening Cardi with a good time. <laughs> well, Cardi B did come to her defense. She said, when you stand up for yourself, they claim you're problematic and sensitive. When you don't, they tear you apart until you're crying like this. Whether you're skinny, big, plastic, they're going to always try to put their insecurities on you. Remember, these are nerds looking at the popular table. I mean, it's strange, right? Sometimes you can hear something about yourself and it doesn't bother you at all. Sometimes you hear things and it's things perfectly fine to feel whatever it is you feel from those people's opinions, but don't stay there and know that your growth is not predicated on the opinion of other people. What they think about you doesn't matter. It's what you think about yourself. Well, she did put, sometimes I get sad, and then I, and she posted some pictures of herself. So it looks like she was feeling better. And here's right. what she had to say when she was on The Breakfast Club. People think that, I don't really like myself. Cause that's what that's rooted in. It's rooted in fat phobia that even though that I'm this body positive person and you know, I'm promoting self love that deep down inside, I don't actually like myself. So I'm gonna change myself. And that's the part that hurts my feelings because I really genuinely do love my body and I love myself. And trust me, I've been working out, eating clean for years and I'm still fat. I'm healthy. It's like if I wanted to change that, I have access to so much I could go and get work done. Hey, once again, your life, your growth is not predicated on the opinion of other people. What they think about you doesn't matter. It's what you think about yourself. Bishop T.D. Jakes gave a great sermon about that yesterday called uh, Hurdles to Wholeness. You should check it out. Right, and I also understand, though, she just put out a new single, so... That's, I'm sure it's stressful. She hasn't put out a new single in a couple of years. Yeah, and, and so so this weekend she probably was like uh, really in tune to the opinions of other people because you want to see what other people think about your song and then other people are making comments about, you know. The video. Videos, you, interviews you did, everything. So yeah, she probably, her her, her, her senses were yeah, really she's heightened. she's feeling it right this now. Weekend. It's a tough one because you just want to be like, you know what, turn your comments off. Don't worry about anybody, but this is a business. Like you said, she wants to see what people think That's about her song, what they think about her video, but... You know, F from Lizzo. But we're sending you some love, Lizzo. Absolutely. All right, now, Jay-Z has signed on with uh, trying to open up a sports book in New York, and that could make him a pioneer in this billion-dollar industry. That's one of the names on an application submitted to the New York Gaming Commission requesting approval for an online sports betting license, and he's partnering with Michael Rubin, you know, one of the owners of the 76ers and Fanatics, and they've also teamed up with Canby, which is a company that makes software used for online sports gambling. No, it's so, a sports book. School me. I don't know what that is. Um, so you can gamble and like put money down on games and betting and all of okay. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So that could be uh, pretty interesting for for him. You know, so so much money in gambling. They said sports gambling pulled in about one point five five billion dollars nationally last year. Jeez. 
So you can see why that could be big in New York. New York State is going to approve at least two of the six groups, and it's possible they feel that Jay-Z could help put their group over the top. You know, you never use, like, FanDuel or nothing like that? No, I'm not a gambler. I don't yeah, I'm gamble, not, I'm period. I'm not a big gambler either. Not online, not offline. Mm-mm. I work too hard for my money just to be betting. Plus, yeah. I'm a Cowboy fan, so why would I ever? Yeah, you should never. Why? Never. All right, now, Eminem's adopted child has come out as non-binary and gender fluid and has changed their name to Stevie Lane. This announcement came via Stevie's TikTok, where they posted a video filled with pictures 19 years old, Stevie wrote, watch me become more comfortable with myself. And then there was a series of photos with the first being from before Stevie Lane came out as non-binary and went by their birth name, Whitney. The photos are accompanied by the message, Whitney, she slash her. Then more recent photos, Whitney, they slash she. Then Stevie, they slash she. And then forever growing and changing green screen gender fluid by life. I'm, I'm confused. More power to Stevie. I, I, I didn't know Eminem had an adopted child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew I, that. I never knew that. It is um, the he adopted daughter. adopted like a niece or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss E. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. And we are going to talk about Lollapalooza. What are those numbers looking like after they had that festival? Was it a super spreader event? We'll tell you what they are saying now about what happened with those stats. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, what up, what up? It's DJ MV and the General Insurance is all about flexible with their flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Get the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Please don't have no lean for breakfast, show. Okay. Morning, everybody. Enjoy the record, but please don't have no lean for breakfast. Lord have mercy. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, ye? Well, let's start with Lollapalooza. A lot of us saw those pictures of the crowded stage and audience at Lollapalooza. Was that a super spreader event? Well, according to health officials, Chicago's Public Health Commissioner, Dr. Allison Arwadi, she said that there is currently no evidence of that four-day festival having become a super spreader event. She said roughly 90% of the estimated 385,000 attendees were vaccinated. And according to the numbers that they have in right now of those uh, attendees, 0.04% of vaccinated attendees have reported testing positive. 0.16% of unvaccinated attendees have reported testing positive. So not only did the, were uh, over 90% of people uh, vaccinated, they also said that you had to have a a negative COVID test in order to get in. Somebody lying, man. And the reason I feel like somebody lying is because either those folks not going to get tested or the city of Chicago is lying because they don't want to be held liable or looked at as irresponsible. And they know those events like that make a lot of revenue and they don't want to, you mm. know, be held liable. If you can't if you can't get COVID at events like that, then you can't get it nowhere. But I think they pick and choose who they attack when it comes to these things. Like the entertainment world, it seems like they attack. But you never hear nobody talking about baseball games at a pack and they don't have masks on or, or basketball games or the football games or football, which is soccer. Mm-hmm. You don't hear nobody talking about those things in those arenas and places be back. But it mm-hmm. seems like they pick on the entertainment world, which I don't understand. Well, they're also saying that there were zero hospitalizations or deaths. How do they know that? Yeah, that's, that's so what far. I'm saying. Hey, Somebody hey, in Chicago on, man. fly back home to New York or fly back to where? <laughs> like, how do they know that? If you can't get it at events like that, then you can't get it nowhere. That's all I'm saying. And we're acting like people with the, with that are vaccinated still can't pass the, vac- uh, the virus alone. And the subway system is jam-packed every day. 
All right, well... That's a super spreader place then too, right? Now, Live Nation is going to require proof of vaccine or negative COVID tests at music events. So those are their restrictions right now. They'll be requiring those things. Now, they had previously announced they would let artists determine their own coronavirus protocols, but they decided to update their policy after Lollapalooza. That's when we said all attendees had to provide a vaccine card or a proof of a negative test result. They said vaccines are going to be your ticket back to shows. We will be following the model we developed for Lollapalooza and requiring this for artists, fans, and employees at Live Nation venues and festivals everywhere possible in the U.S. That's going to go into effect on October 4th. All right, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers have seized thousands of fake COVID-19 vaccination cards so far this year. (laughs) Every night, officers are getting shipments from China headed to New Orleans containing dozens of blank counterfeit vaccination cards. They have spaces where the recipient can write their name, birth date, and vaccine information. The cards also come with the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention logo on the top. But there were some typos on them, unfinished words. Some of the Spanish verbiage on the back was misspelled. So that's some of the ways they knew they were counterfeit. Hey, they're not letting y'all even breathe. Y'all didn't even get a month. They usually <laughs> let you pump that fake product for a little while, make a little not change off it. You're going to they, jail. They're not even playing with y'all. They jumped on y'all early with them fake COVID uh, I still vaccination don't know, I still don't know how they, they see it because there's no barcode on it. There's really no stamp on it. So it seems like it would be easy to duplicate. Well, clearly they know something we don't. You're right. They're going to jail for it. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right. They let y'all live for a whole year and a half for getting PPP loans, making fake businesses. They ain't let y'all live 30 (laughs) days with them fake vaccination cards. Yeah, that's Lord have mercy. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 1051. Now, over the weekend, uh, Nelly, he posted this. He says, I'm done dating these hood itches with these kids. One of these badass little mother effers wore my shoes to school. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do you got some horror stories of dating somebody with kids? Let's ask. Let's let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I hear a lot of people say, I'll never date a person with kids. Is that realistic? Is it? I think it's more that you don't want to have to deal with the child's parent. I agree. That's, I agree. How, oh, that's maybe, really what it is. I love kids, but I don't mean to deal with nobody the child, mama. too. Because could you imagine... You come in somebody's house and the kid look at you and be like, you're not my daddy. And then it depends on how old the kid is. You don't want to deal with a newborn. Yeah. And now I always I'm dealing hit, with the parent. Yeah, and I always hear women talk about how pickings are slim. You know what I mean? So when you say you're not going to date a person with kids, that makes the pickings even slimmer, don't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 800-585-1051. We're talking horror stories. Dating somebody with kids. Talk to us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a, a post I seen Nelly put up over the weekend. Nelly said, I'm done dating these hood itches with kids. One of these badass little mother effers wore my shoes to school. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're asking horror stories of dating somebody with kids. Now, um... What's the question? 
Well, you want to know if there's any horror stories? I mean, oh, are there any situations now? Before I'm not gonna. No, ask. I don't have you. any. What the hell's wrong with you? Got <laughs> his. What's, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Dean, what about you? You ever dated a guy with kids? Yeah, most of the problems really came from the mom. I had one where she broke the windshield of my car while I was really? inside. Then he had another kid on the way, but I didn't know because he told me that his baby mom was pregnant by his brother. So what did she say when she <laughs> broke the windshield of the car? You not his mama? Are you not her mama? <laughs> no, I'm saying it wasn't the kid. It was the problem. It was... Oh, I know. The right. baby mama. So the baby mama busts the window was, and says, yeah. you not the mama? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. She just was jealous. So, I mean, it was more dealing with the fact that they had a baby mom than the fact that they had a kid. Yeah. You know, the kids were fine. I can deal with that. And then I think um, as I got older, my boyfriend doesn't have kids, but like dating, I've always had dated people with older kids that mm-hmm. were like, you know, so it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't like they ever lived with them because uh, usually when you date the, uh, a guy, like normally they don't have full custody. Yeah. I think normally the mother does. So it wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. So, But the worst is really just dealing with the moms. I, I, I would think hard. that you should try to get in good with the moms, though. Only because, like, if the kid, if you're real close to the kid and the kid loves you, then the kid is going home telling the mom how great you are. That's only going to infuriate the mom more. You know what? she's and already the, jealous. And the other thing that's kind of hard is when you break up with somebody and if you're close with their kids, you feel kind of bad. Yeah, because now I got to break up with all of y'all. Yeah, now, <laughs> now the kid is used to you. You don't got them some presents for the holidays. They're like, where's Angela? Oh, what Ebony K. Williams say? <laughs> F them kids. F them kids. <laughs> I don't agree with that. But... <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Jay from Florida. Jay, what's up, brother? What's happening, DJ? You got a, you got a horror story for us, bro? Brother, let me tell you about it. <laughs> so I was dating an old buddy, right? You know, we was engaged. And then... uh. Look, her son, 13, decided he wanted to let his grades slip towards the end of school. Mm-hmm. So I counseled him about him. He gets mad, runs and tells his mom. She calls the police. We get into a whole altercation. Wait, I what? With How did this come to calling the police? I'm confused. What did you do to that boy? He said, I quote unquote, put his hands on him. You're not his daddy. You keep your goddamn hands to yourself. <laughs> you sure you did? Okay. First of all, I ain't touched the kid. Did you grab him by the arm or something? <laughs> I wish I feel I did. No, you don't. So you ain't touch him at all. You ain't did nothing. Man, this boy lies. I believe you. (laughs) I absolutely believe you. I do. All right. Well, did you get in trouble? What was the charge? Ah, no, I ain't go to jail. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so what happened? The police just came and. Oh, we caught off the whole engagement. Oh, it's over. Damn. I'm not mad at you. Damn it, man. I wonder how she feels. I wonder how she feels about that. I wonder how she feels towards her actual child. Like, you know what I mean? Does, I she, does she ever take it out on him? How can I have you? How can I have for you? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay out of Brooklyn, man. Jay, what's up, bro? Sound like you got a horror story, brother. Ah, uh, listen. Nah, I was dating this, uh, this chick and had 22-year-old daughter stole my car and wrecked it. Wow. What? Listen, listen, man. Listen. Nah, it was a nice car, too. It was a nice Acura. I bet it was. They bring... What did you do? Uh, well, listen, she was trying to get me to bail her out because she got arrested. Did you bail so her out? Actually, you know, no, I ended that relationship. <laughs> Damn it, man. Damn, it's over? Did she at least have insurance, sir? Uh, no, no. Damn, so you so had to come out of pocket? For, yeah, who paid for the car? I took the L. I took the L and all of it. Damn, Damn King. Sorry for you, yeah. brother. Hey, I love you guys, man. Love, love you back. too, black man. Sheesh. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hey, what's up, bro? What's going on? What's going on, DJ Envy? We're talking horror horror stories of uh, dating somebody with kids, bro. Talk to us. Uh, uh, I had a horror story with this kid, this uh, woman and her kid, and uh, 
I used to let them spend the night over my crib, and the kids peed all over my couch. He was like nine years old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a horror story, bro. That's yeah, just that a kid is. who has it. That's just a kid who's nine years old, probably had a dream. He was peeing. You know how we all used to have him dreams he was peeing when we was young? She didn't pee in the bed. I got a five-year-old Because she probably had a diaper on. No, man. Five-year-old, you're not peeing no more. So what? Kids make mistakes, though. So what? Accidents. She said, Daddy, I got to pee. She let me know. So what happened after you confronted him about it, or did you? Well, you know, she, it was a big thing on the couch. It was I threw the couch away. That was it. It couldn't Damn. be clean. Throw the whole couch away. Throw it away. It was dope. That. And, I, you know, just to add to that, like, he, he wanted special graphics orders. And my kids could just roll with anything. That's Spe- what special special breakfast he wanted, orders. He wanted, he wants turkey bacon <laughs> with uh, egg white. I'm not mad at that. Because he used it's to healthy. his mom. His mom probably be, be catering <laughs> to him as child. she should. He said, my kids don't have those special orders. They I just mean, take yeah, cereal. Yeah, I'm spending like, I'm spending like, Double orders, like I gotta get her order, his order, my order. What's wrong with that? You sleeping with his mom, bro. You 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 going inside the vagina he came from. That's the least you can do is order the man some goddamn egg whites. So that's how you that's how, that's how I go down, Charlotte. Really I have to do it like that? Yes. What's wrong with turkey, bacon, and egg whites? <laughs> yes. That's not nothing crazy. Are you still together? That's extra. That's extra. You can get pork bacon. Pork bacon. Pork, see, that <laughs> man want that man wanna eat healthy and you mad at him. Are y'all still together? Nah, nah, it's over. See, you, you, why you acting like you never wet the bed, bro? You never wet the bed? Not the couch. Nah, nah, not the couch. But you wet, <laughs> have you ever wet the bed is what I'm saying. Probably when I was like five years old. The only reason the man wet the, wet the couch is because you didn't have extra guest room for him to be in. Yeah, goodbye, man. Because <laughs> this is wrong. Like, you can't, you shouldn't judge this little nine-year-old for peeing on the couch. We this all need that when we kids. nine-year-old man wet the when couch. That's how you peed the bed. I, was, I peed the bed in my adulthood. Not recently, but I definitely did it in like my 20s, 30s. I did it like 40s. a year ago. <laughs> yeah, you had a dream. You have the, you have the dream that you peeing in the toilet or something and I you pee on yourself. like a year ago. Absolutely. Pee right on gear on the back, but hey. Sorry. I ain't never did oh all that. Oh my gosh. I never did that. All over the bed. TMI. I, I never woke did up that. like, why is this so wet? Oops. I never did that. Jesus Christ. 800 <laughs> We're talking horror stories of dating somebody with kids. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, now, if you just joined us, we're talking about something Nelly posted on social media. He said, I'm done dating hood itches with these kids. One of these bad little mother effers wore my shoes to school. So we're asking, what are your horror stories when dating somebody with kids? Hello, who's this? This is Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, what's up, man? What's, what's up, up man? man? We're talking about dating uh, somebody with kids. You got a horror story for us, bro? Uh, No, I don't have a horror story because uh, I'm not dumb. But, uh, <laughs> I will, uh, but, I will t- but I will tell you, you know what? Hey, if you want kids... That's great. Date a woman with kids, but you know what? I like freedom, and uh, I don't want to deal with more than one person at a time. So I, I always say, if you want to date a woman with kids, you might as well date a woman who's married. Huh? What? Because that... it's the same thing. It's commitment. Oh, I, okay, I get what you're saying. Kids. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They're going to be more committed to the kids than you, and you know what? They're going to be more committed to the husband than you. But the difference between marriage and kids is when the woman has kids, you can say to yourself, I'm accepting this woman and her children, and I'm bringing them all into my life so we can be one happy family. You can't do that if a person is married. You can't say, I'm accepting her and this husband. Of course you 
weekend is 2021. I mean, you could, but all parties have to be, you know, <laughs> in on that. Right. That's weird. And oh, you got yeah. and you got to let the husband hit. What? Well, I don't know what just happened. Huh? Hmm? I don't know about that, man. I'm he thought just about saying. it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, man. He thought about it for a second though. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is DJ from Jacksonville, bro. DJ, man, talk to us. Uh, I'm gonna have to say no, boss. After my own experience, um, I like kids, but I've learned it depends on what age these kids are, bro. <laughs> yeah, how old, got, how old they gotta be? <laughs> uh, so initially, I thought it was a little kids, and I found out it was like mid teenagers. And now they're like a whole grown up with their own kids, and they won't leave. So I gotta slide. So you scared of them, basically. You don't want that little young boy to jump on your ass for messing <laughs> with his mama. No, it's actually not boys. It's little girls. They just bad as hell, bro. Okay, okay. The good thing about older kids is you know that they're going to move out soon, hopefully. That's the thing. They're not. They're like 26 now. They're not going Whoa. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're not going anywhere. So what you going to do? You getting a divorce? You leaving? I'm getting a divorce, boss, man. Damn it, man. All right. right. Wait, you right, really right. like kids. All right. Hello, who's this? Cheyenne. Hey, Cheyenne. Good morning, man. You got a horror story for us? Um, well, I would never date someone who has young kids ever again. Wow. I know that's right. No, um, because um, my last relationship, um, he had two small kids, and he wanted me involved in every aspect of the children's life, minus the discipline and responsibility, which mm. got on my nerves. So he wanted me to, oh, if I'm working, buy them food, buy them clothes, do this with them, do that with them, show them love and affection, but... They didn't want to keep their room clean. They didn't want to take out the trash. They didn't want to do any chores. And anytime I would try to try to bring structure to the house, it was a problem. Because the ex-wife had a problem with me disciplining the kids. So I was like, nope, I, I have an older child, and I would date someone who has kids 18 and older, but not small ones. Yeah. Okay, I feel you on that. I get it. All right. Now, now that I think about it, I did date a guy who had a young child once before, and the mother, I guess, like decided she couldn't take it anymore, and she left the kid. And then he was like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do." And then he left the kid with me for like two days. What? <laughs> yes, and I was in college. This is, well, how old in was a this dorm. Kid? Uh, his son was like four. So you had this little kid in college in dorm? Yes. And I was like, "Yo, are you gonna come get him?" He was like, "I don't know what to do. She just left." I don't know what I'm to like, do. So we gonna leave him with you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could see why she left. I'd have been like, "Yo, I'm just trying to get my kid an early start on college." You know, what I'm saying I want to plant <laughs> these seeds early. So can he stay in the dorm with you for the weekend? I would think you would be so devastated and feel so bad for your child who has no idea where their mom is that you would be making sure you held it down. My goodness. All yeah, right. that sounds like some BS. What's the moral of the story if there's a moral? Uh, don't expect people to change things about themselves that they can't. If a person got kids, they got kids. If you're not willing to accept a woman and her children or a man and his children, keep them moving. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes. And since we're talking about kids, let's talk about Dr. Dre's daughter. She started a GoFundMe to try to get out of her, quote, desperate situation. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV yeah. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's Good right. Good morning. I want to shout out to everybody that uh, came out to Coachella again, Atlantic City. We had over 10,000 people, 500 cars. There was over 100 vendors. It was so many people, so many kids. I want to say thank you so much. Really appreciate everybody coming out and just having a good time. Family fun day. Outdoor events. That's right. I got Angela Yee Day coming up on August 28th in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I've been in the midst of trying to get that together properly, but it is outdoors and I'm trying to make it not too big because, you know, trying to be safe. Why? Lollapalooza had how many people? Yeah, but everybody was vaccinated or had to get tested. So just make sure everybody's vaccinated and gets tested in Brooklyn. I don't know that I can do that. Yeah, because you the, know that if you tell everybody to come vaccinated, they're going to come with them fake scammer fake cards because it's Brooklyn. I know Ooh. Brooklyn got fake vaccination cards. But we, I do want to always <laughs> encourage people to be as safe as possible. So, you know, I am definitely going to make sure people are wearing masks while they're outside and keep it socially distanced. And I don't want to come nowhere in Brooklyn where it's a bunch of people in masks. <laughs> but it's for kids. It's, it's early, too. It's during okay. the day. It's from 12 to 4. Okay. All and right. then I'm opening my coffee shop the day before. So it's the grand opening of Coffee Uplifts People in Brooklyn also, which I'm excited about. Okay, congratulations. Thank I'll, you. Trying I'll, to get it all in a row. I'll be out there supporting. And I just want to say shout to Detroit and Miami. Now, hit, hit me with the drum roll one time. Now, October 30th in Detroit, it is, uh, they call it Devil's Night. Now, in Devil's Night, they usually have a huge curfew. A lot of times, parents don't want their kids to go trick-or-treating. So, spoke to uh, my people. What's, what's the name of the restaurant? Sloppy, Sloppy Chops. South of Sloppy Chops. I teamed up with Sloppy Chops, and we're doing a Carcella in Detroit October 30th, alright? So, not only is it going to be a Carcella where it's going to be indoors, it's going to be amusement rides, it's going to be cars, it's also, we're going to bring 10,000 pounds of candy. So, you can bring your kids to the event to trick-or-treating. It will be safe. Healthy the candy. The candy will be safe. 10,000 pounds of candy? 10,000 pounds of candy. We bring okay. candy. So, every car there will have candy, so you don't have to worry about taking your kids out in the street trick-or-treating. You could bring him to Carcella, Detroit. That is October 30th. That's the same night they do Devil's Night where the city puts a curfew. You can have fun. You can have rides. It's a safe environment. And you can see a bunch of cars. That is October 30th. So it's Halloween, Carcella in Detroit. 10,000 pounds of candy. And then Miami for Christmas, December 12th. We're going to have a Santa. Now, let me ask you a question. Black Santa or white Santa? Which Santa do I have for the kids to take pictures with? I shouldn't ask you. Let me ask Angela Hee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hope a black Santa. Okay. Santa I mean, Santa Claus not real, so Santa Claus... I mean, Santa, Santa is real. Stop it, Santa man. can be whatever you want him to be. Yes, it is. So that is December... Unless you just subscribe to whatever the white man tell you, then you want him to be overweight and white. December 12th, Santa will be in the building, Carcella, Miami. Why so, can't Santa be a woman? And why is Santa Claus there so early? Christmas ain't until the 25th. But that's December 12th. People come early, take pictures with Santa. That's how, this, this is why the lie of Santa don't even make no sense no more. Because... Why? Sitting Santa be preparing to deliver gifts all around the world, but he just gonna stop to come to your dumb ass car show. Yes, <laughs> well, Santa on, has a lot man. of helpers. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Santa be in the mall too. Okay. Santa has a lot around of Christmas time. No, before Christmas, he usually comes to the mall around right after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. You never seen him. But anyway, no, tickets are nineteen ninety nine. So right now, if you want tickets for uh, Detroit Carcella and Miami Carcella, tickets are nineteen ninety nine. They're uh, early bird special, so get your tickets. And so many people from different cities been hitting me, so I've been trying to make it come to your city. So Detroit is next, and then Miami. So I You're can't wait to see you guys. You're very expressive with your hands and arms. While I'm you excited, man. This. I, yo, I'm ex- so excited because. If this, anybody can are, see this, he's just nah. These are events himself. where you can bring your kids and really have a good time, and I love seeing the kids and families and people having a great time. Like I love seeing families. Can out. they wear their costumes in Detroit? Yes, wear your costumes in Detroit. We're gonna be like it's. I love seeing the family. That's the best thing about Carcella is you Not get to cars? see kids. No, you get to see kids smiling <laughs> and sitting Kinchella. in Lambos and riding amusement rides and the petting zoos and learning how to fix flats and. Do you let kids in free? Yeah, kids under five are in free. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so that that's what I, I really love. I love seeing. It's a family fun day. There's more stuff to see and do with family. It's the things I appreciate. I got five kids, so the fact that I can bring kids and my daughter might not like cars, but she liked the amusement rides. My son might not care about the amusement rides, but 
He likes cars. My other daughter might want to double dutch. There's so many things for she kids. She might want a wig from private label extensions in Detroit. Maybe that's it, too. True, indeed. <laughs> Listen, tomorrow I'm going to be uh, in Martha's Vineyard at 3 p.m. with the homie Anita Kopak. She's doing a... Uh, Book signing and book conversation. You going to at, Martha's uh, Vineyard? Yes, tomorrow okay. uh, at Salt Salt MV in Edgartown, Martha's Vineyard at at three p.m. Tomorrow at three p.m. So me and Anita Kopax will be there discussing her her magic that is shallow waters. All right, the second release off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing. So I'll see you tomorrow, at Martha's Vineyard. All right, we got rumors on the way, easy. Yes, and we are going to talk about Lil Wayne. He really opened up a lot about his own mental health issues. We'll tell you what he had to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Little Wayne was on Uncomfortable Conversations, which is Emmanuel Otto's uh, series on mental health. He was discussing when he first realized he had mental health issues at a very young age, he was suicidal. When did you realize, you know what? I might have some mental health issues that I have to work through. Yeah, around 10, when I was told that I couldn't have what I wanted, what I dreamed of, and what I desired, and that was to rap. I was willing to die for it. What was the moment that you realized this is a mental health issue? Once my thoughts got radical and got, you know, to where you got to stop yourself and stop impulsing and say, what did you just think again? Or even if it, even if you cried yourself to sleep with that thought on your mind and wake up the next day and be like, I cannot believe I was thinking like that. Thoughts like what? Thoughts like killing yourself. Mm. He also talked about that incident, remember, where he shot himself and this has been uh, discussed several times, but he discusses what led up to him shooting himself. When I was 12 years old, school year was kind of ending. So what the school was doing was they was giving us half days. So therefore I stayed out the rest of the whole day like it was a full day. She found out. And so when I got home, got a phone call from my aunt. It was like, she found out, boy, you about to get your ass kicking. All that rapping and all that. She about to take that rap photo. She about to throw that away. She about to, and I was like, wow. So all that had built up to me. So that was a build up. Hung up the phone, thoughts everywhere. Main thought was, I'm gonna show you. I mean, listen, it's impossible for folks, you know, uh, at some point to not confront their mental health issues. Like the last year and change forced so many folks to be still. And I always say being busy is a trauma response. Folks stay busy to run away from their issues. But when you have to sit still, you have to deal with those things. And I wonder if Wayne, you know, has been in therapy to, to come to those conclusions. Well, he also said that incident changed the relationship with his mother for uh, forever moving forward. And then what happens when you become successful, right? But you still have these issues you haven't dealt with. Here's what he had to say. As you got more popular, as you got more loved, did the mental health issues go away? They didn't go away, but they came in a different way because of the, the maturity. So of course they're gonna hit different they're gonna actually hit harder. What can truly hit harder than an individual wanting to take their life? Now that thought never came. Other than that, man, just being alone all the time. Too much time to think and too much time to compare. How could you be that popular but still feel alone? You start to think, well, who, do anyone actually care? Will it will it matter when it's all over? Mm. Will I matter? Now, the Wayne also said that not being allowed to put out music was the lowest point of his career. Because probably putting out music was therapeutic for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what got Wayne exploring this and dealing with his mental health issues, but I'm sending that brother healing energy. And I would encourage him and other brothers to go do the work, man. Invest in your mental wealth. It's well, it's Little Wayne happy now. Here's what he told Emmanuel Acho on Uncomfortable Conversations. Where are you now with your mental health? Are you happy with where you are now? 
Actually, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Thank God. And it's only because it's simply because of being able to do what I love. And that's be productive and put some music out and help some people put music out and help people along the way. What do you do to make sure you stay happy with where you are? I pray every single day. Mm. All right. I pray and go to therapy. Salute the little way, man. Good Sending that brother healing energy. To. All right, and Dr. Dre's daughter has started a $50,000 GoFundMe. She's trying to get out of her desperate situation. As we told you previously, she's been living out of her car, and the fundraiser is to help her and her four kids find a safe and stable home. Right now, she's working at DoorDash trying to keep afloat, and these funds will be deeply appreciated. According to the description in the fundraiser, she also said, thank you so much. She said her kids are staying with friends. They're not living in the car. It's just her, but she's getting paid $15 an hour as an assembler at the warehouse. She's trying to keep her head above water, and she has been in debt for a while. She also said it's been embarrassing because people are looking at her wondering why when her father is Dr. Dre. Now, Dr. Dre has been taking care of her, but he cut her off in January of 2020. And so now she's trying to get some money to help financially take care of herself and her children and make ends meet. And how old is she again? Um, what is she now? 30... 38. 38 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got Donkey Today coming up. That's right. And it's going to a, a man from South Carolina named Gary Chase Colbert Jr. Uh, he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him on this fine Monday morning. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. DJ Envy and the General Insurance is all about flexible with their flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Get the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Call 800 General or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Get donkey at a date, you do dumb ass. You get donkey at a date, you do dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Monday, August 16th goes to a South Carolina man named Gary Chase Coble Jr. Now, warning, this story is very flutterish. Okay, in fact, I wanted to look the guy up to make sure he wasn't a transplant from Florida residing in South Carolina. But South Carolina, I think we're going to have to take take the L on this one this morning. But keep in mind, this man is from the upstate of South Carolina, not the metro or the low country. Okay, he's from Mountain Rest, South Carolina. Never heard of it. All right, but it's the upstate. Now, it seems like Gary is a thief. Okay, he's got like four open warrants. He's wanted on charges of burglary, petite larceny, trespassing, and at least one case where the suspect was seen throwing a mandolin into a longtime neighbor's pasture. I have no idea what the hell that means. Okay, but he found out about those charges after he got arrested for stealing. Well, actually napping something. I don't want to say kidnapping because it wasn't a kid. We need to update that term, by the way. We say kidnapping in situations where no kids have been taken. And yes, in this situation, a living, breathing thing was stolen, but it wasn't a child. 
In fact, it wasn't an adult either. I don't even know how to explain this. So let's just go to WIFF NBC4 for the report, please. Well, an upstate man is facing charges after being accused of stealing a horse and hiding it in his bedroom. A Coney County deputy say the investigation started after someone spotted a man riding a horse along Country Lane and Mountain Breast and then taking it inside of a home. Deputies say they arrested Gary Copel Jr. Tonight he's facing a charge of stealing livestock. Deputies say he was also wanted on other warrants. Oh, you want to be a cowboy, don't you? Fuji's and the Outsiders told us years ago everyone wants to be a cowboy. Remember, this This was a great record, by the way. Oh, man. Everybody wants to be a cowboy. Grab your guns, boy. Woo-hoo. Drop one of the clues, Bob, for one of the greatest musical offerings ever to score. Now, I want to say that Gary Chase Kobo Jr. clearly lives in a see something, say something area because I would think that a man riding a horse in upstate South Carolina in an area called Mountain Rest would be a daily occurrence. But clearly it's not if a woman saw him and decided to call the police. Now, this is incredible because Gary literally told the deputies when they came to his crib that he didn't know what the hell they were talking about, even though it was horse feces all in his living room. Then Gary decided to try to run off into a bedroom as officers were trying to take him into custody. And that's when deputies saw a full size quarter horse standing in the middle of the bedroom. I'm gonna be honest with you. The past few weeks has been these conversations about rappers and their influence over the youth. And one person at the center of this conversation has been Little Nas X. Now, I'm on record saying that I don't think a person's sexuality can be influenced. You are what you are. You like what you like. And no amount of imagery is gonna change that, okay? Images can't make straight people gay and they damn sure don't make gay people straight because gay people have been seeing images of straightness forever and it hasn't changed their sexuality. So I don't buy into the Little Nas X is making young people gay thing but i do blame him for this okay gary chase coble jr situation i see little Nas's x's influence all over this i don't think that man was thinking about horses until old town road came out little Nas x made taking a horse somewhere sound so fire doesn't matter if you're taking the horse to the Old Town Road or somewhere in Mountain Rest, South Carolina. You just want a horse to take somewhere. Little Nas X made a horse sound like a Rolls Royce Phantom. He said, I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road and I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Forget a Bugatti. I'm going to pull up on a Clydesdale. Envy, you had a lot of cars in Atlantic City at Carcella this weekend. You ain't had no horses, though. I did. Really? I had a petting zoo. See? Oh, they had a petting zoo? Can't sure assume. did. Wow. Sure did. What influenced you to have the horses? The kids. You sure? Sure it wasn't Little Nas X? No. Huh? No. You positive? No. Okay. Well, Little Nas X, they blaming you for a lot of things that I don't think you should be getting the blame for nowadays. But this one right here, this might truly be your fault. Okay. Now, Gary is in custody at the Oconee County Detention Center. And I think Little Nas X should post his bail. That's all I got. Please give Gary Chase Coble Jr. the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Yeah, but why the horses couldn't compete like the cars? Why you had the horses out there? Why the horses couldn't get prizes? Hmm? 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 You there award you horse power, but not actual horses with power? Mm. Think about that next time, bro. Be more inclusive. All right. <laughs> He's I'll, working on it. I'll think about that next time. All right. Thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, we were talking Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre's daughter, uh, 
earlier in the rumors. Now, break it down for people that just joined the Yeah, Dr. Dre's daughter, uh, LaTanya, has started a GoFundMe. He hasn't helped her in the past year. The last time he gave her any money was in January of 2020. And now she's saying she is living out of her car. She has four children and she needs help. She also feels a way that she sees the amount of money that he's giving his now ex-wife every month and feels like, how can you treat your own flesh and blood like this? Well, I don't think he wanted to give his ex-wife that money. I mean, that's why they went to court and were suing each other, you know? Yeah, but she feels like, you know, people are saying, that's your father. You're Dr. Dre's daughter. He's a billionaire. Why isn't he helping you? All right, so let's open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. Should Dr. Dre have to help his daughter? I mean... You would do it, right? For your kids? Yeah, I would, but we don't know... We don't know their situation. I don't even know if it's fair to have an opinion on this particular situation. Now, can you have, okay, we have a conversation about, you know... What's the cutoff <laughs> for your child? Right. Yeah, yeah, his daughter's 38. Yeah, for Dr. Dre and his daughter, we don't know what their situation is. Because some why people feel like, I saw some people saying, she's a grown woman, she's 38 years old, he don't owe her anything. Yeah. Then I've seen some people saying, that's your daughter forever. And yeah, how can you that, allow her to be homeless and living in her car that when is she your, has four children? That is your daughter forever, but, you know, we don't know what happened. That's right. She might have turned on him. She might have called the police on him. We don't know the him. situation. She might have lied on him. She might have, and I'm just saying maybe, I don't know. She might have said, you just don't know. She might have put Dr. Dre in, in, a, in a crazy situation. And if you're saying, if, if I'm going by the well, police, the reports I'm hearing, right? The reports said he just stopped. Yeah, in January of 2020. Exactly. Stopped. So that means she but was like she 37 years the old. Reason, she says the reason that he won't help her is because she's gone to the press and spoken about him well, to the press. there you go. Well, there you have it. So that's the reason you, why. You, that's you, a great you, reason. You take my money for 37 right. years and now you go to the press and say some negative right. about me and I'm supposed to still help that's you right. and take it on the chin? That's right. Nah. I get but it. she also said he was supposed to put us through college and pay for our health insurance and he never did that. He, he did it for 37 years, you just said. No, I didn't say he put it through college. Did she go to college? That's like, what I'm saying. We don't know the whole situation. I don't know. Right, let's talk about it. 800 585 It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you just joined us, we're talking about Dr. Dre and his daughter. Now, give people uh, the story, Yee. Yes, LaTanya Young. Now, this is Dr. Dre's 38-year-old daughter. She's living in her car. She has four children. She's working for food delivery services like Uber Eats, DoorDash, and she's upset that he's cut her off financially since January of 2020. She said the reason why he cut her off is because she's been talking to the press. All right, so let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Oh, are we discussing in the room first? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing as well, but let's start Let's start with you, Yee. What, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, like, I get it. It's hard to know because I don't know what their situation is. I don't know... You know, she said that she hasn't seen him in 18 years and she only communicates with him through his team and lawyers. He's never met his grandchildren. And so I also feel like sometimes you enable people when you don't let them handle business on their own. But it is a pandemic. It's COVID. She has four children. She's living in her car. I know that can't be easy. And so, you know, I do feel like there's a cutoff, but maybe it's a situation where Look, here's this uh, place for you to live. 
Make sure you guys are good. And don't ask me for anything else after this. I would I would say this. Uh, we don't know the situation, but she's a grown ass woman. Um, and when I say that, this this he might be at the point where he's like, though I can't take you for the rest of my life. I can't take care of you. You have to do it on your own. If my daughter was uh, 38 years old and she wasn't working and she was just living off of me, it gets to the point where you got you got to cut that string. But she is working. She's been working. She so makes $15 an hour. She just couldn't afford it. It is a pandemic and it's rough for a lot of people out there. Right. But we don't know what she's been doing for the past 30, however long, uh, 20 years, you know, and well, whatever, however it is, 10 years. I can't necessarily make that decision. I'm like, I might have to cut the string because if I don't cut the string and something happens to me, how do you survive? How do you live? So yeah, I'd rather be here and and, and try to guide you, but it might got to the point he was like, look, I can't do this no more. It's 38 years. It's not like you just said you cut off at the age of four. He's been, he's been holding it down for 38 years. I correct? can't imagine you doing that to your kids, though. Depends what they say yeah, and what I they do. Yeah, it's hard to have an opinion on this situation when we don't know the whole situation. I don't know Dr. Dre and his daughter's relationship. is none of my business. But I do know when you say a person, you know, doesn't take care of their kids or isn't taking care of their kids. And then when you ask how old the kid is and someone replies, 38. Okay, my response is going to be that's not a child. All right. That is a, that is our child. But children grow up to be adults and 38 is very old to still be on uh, the parent payment plan. But I mean, you know, when you even if your kids are of a certain age, if they get into a jam, I'm going to probably help them get out that jam. Especially during COVID. I just feel like mm -hmm. right now in particular is a really hard and dangerous and difficult time. And it's not like she's not working. She is working. But, you know, like I said, I don't know their whole situation. And people I saw were slamming him like he's worth $800 million. You can't put a roof over your daughter and grandchildren's head. But maybe he has before. Maybe I he think has. even if it's not about just her, the grandchildren, too. Four kids that she has. That's hard. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? This is Price calling from Detroit. Hey, Price. Come what on, up, though, Price? What's happening? What's happening? Talk to us. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is like, bro. She got four kids, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where's the baby daddy then? That's I mean, a good question. Who knows? We don't know what that situation That's is. a good question, King. Right, right. They should be supporting. They probably said something like, you can't make beat. DJ Mustard made better beats than you. Oh, my God. Stop it. But who knows? DJ mustn't make better beats than you. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was trying to think about it. I was like, oh, we talking about Dr. Dre, duh. I was like, what? <laughs> what? No money for you. You're cut off. I was like, why would, why would a daughter just randomly say that to a father? I was like, oh, okay. I forget we're talking about Dr. Dre. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Janae from Raleigh. Hey, good morning. What, what are your thoughts? So I personally don't believe that Dre is at all uh, responsible for taking care of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, She's 37 years old. 38. 38 years. 38. And he's taking care of her for 37 years. Like, that's ridiculous. What is he, what is he supposed to take care of her for the rest of her life? I'm, I get it. I mean, and not enough, and I'll be honest, maybe they don't have that type of relationship. Maybe he doesn't have a strong connection with his daughter. Well, yeah, they haven't seen each other in 18 well, years. She doesn't even too. speak to him personally. I, I, can't, that, I can't compare myself to my daughters because of my sons because I have a strong relationship with them. And you that's why I, mean? I said I can't re we can't really comment on this Dr. Dre situation because we don't know the whole story or what even led to this. Yeah, now, we definitely don't. But I do know, imagine if something awful happens to her, how bad you would feel as a parent. If you could feel like I could have did more. It depends. But I'll be honest, Dr. Dre might have people in his life that are not his actual children that he looks closer to them than his own daughter if he don't know her. 
He probably he might not have the relationship where he doesn't. It's gonna sound foul. He might not care because he doesn't have that relationship. There's no connection. And y'all gotta there stop saying. No and we gotta stop saying kids when we talk about a 38 year old. You're right. That's that's that his kid forever. That's my child. But you're not a kid anymore. And, that, kid. and by the way, when you have kids, that's what you're gonna be telling your children when you get to a certain age. You're not a kid anymore. Okay, 38 years old is very, 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 very grown. Very grown. Yeah. Now, would I help my child if they were in a jam at that age? Absolutely. But just to be like still giving them like an allowance and they on a parental payment plan? Nah, I don't see that. 38? With four children? You know how old 38 is? I'm thinking about the grandkids. <laughs> like, I want to make sure they have a roof over their head or something. 30, 43 minus 5 is 38. I'm 43. So five years ago, I was 38. 38 is right there. Think about it. 38 is grown, bro. Grown, I can grown. imagine nobody would want their child living in a car. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it. man. If my kids is 38 and they still at home with me, or they, they, we got to have a real conversation, man. And I said, like I said, if your child is in a real jam, of course you come through for it your child. It sounds like a real jam. But, you know, yeah, 38 just to be taking care of them? Nah. 800-585-1051. We're talking about Dr. Dre and his daughter. She's 38 years old. Uh... She reported to the press that Dr. Dre's not helping. That's another thing. She runs to the press all the time. She says she feels like she's damned if she does and she's damned if she doesn't. But now I'm I don't know about now. all the time, though, because this is my first time hearing about all this. All right. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. What's your thoughts at the Breakfast Club? Good morning. I know it, man. I know it, Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Dr. Dre and his daughter. We give people a, uh, what's going on, you see, they understand. His daughter, Latanya, is 38 years old. She started a GoFundMe. She's living out of her car. She has four children that are living under different roofs right now. She's trying to maintain, and she wants some help from her father, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is worth $800 million, and she's saying she hasn't gotten any help from him since January of 2020. He's upset that she's gone to the press, and that's why, according to his handlers, he's not helping her anymore. All right, so let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Carla. Carla, good morning. What's your thoughts? Good morning. I feel like Dr. Dre should help his daughter. Okay, explain why. Okay, this is the reason why. I'm a 38-year-old daughter, and what would I do if my parents cut me off? <laughs> Get a job? She has a job. No, I have a job. She has a job. Yeah, she's Sometimes been working. When you fall on hard times, hopefully your parents will be there to help you. Now, I get he told her not to go to the media, so she was wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, we don't know their full relationship. Like That's the only problem when we're discussing people's family lives in the media. We don't know the full story. We have no context, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, we're just speculating on what we do, the facts that we do know. Right. Right. I'm just going off of me. Like, for example, I was at Carchella this weekend. I spent all my money in the casino. I <laughs> called my dad and said, Dad, send me some money. That's nice that you're able to do that. How much <laughs> you lost in the casino? <sighs> I lost like $400. Now, let me tell you something. As a father, I'm just I'm just saying how I deal with my kids now. I'm sure I would, would still send my daughter something. Well, boy, I'm going say something crazy to her on that phone I let her just really know you spent all your damn money in a casino $400 and now you calling me that was a little irresponsible that's, of you. that's why you think you can spend all that money because you know you can just call <laughs> your dad right right he didn't tell you that um, he told me to bring my ass home so I'm driving <laughs> to the right now. bring your broke ass home <laughs> alright <laughs> hello who's this 
Linda. Hey, Linda. Good morning. What, what's your thoughts on the Dr. Dre situation? I feel like at the end of the day, that's his child. You know what I'm saying? You brought her into the world. Even if she is 38, she wouldn't be 38 if you didn't have her. And I don't see my child ever doing something wrong to where I'm going to be like, no, I'm not going to help. Unless you're a, a rapist, a child molester or something, I'm obligated as a parent to help you forever. My child could be 60 years old and say, Mom, I need some help, and I'm going to help you. I don't care if you talk to the, the press, the pastor, whoever. You're my child. I brought you here. Right. And I'm going to help you. As long as you're not a terrible, awful person that's done some hideous things, I still got you. Uh, uh, even if you've done exactly. those hideous things, uh, a parent ain't going to turn their back on their child, especially a mom. What you saying if the child is a rapist? Or... Yeah, but even still, remember, remember, remember. learned it from me because I'm your parent. So I, oh, that's I'm... not true either. Now, that's definitely not true. Yeah, you but... can't blame yourself exactly. if the kids make no, bad No, no, no. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm blaming you, but your your main core values, you most likely learned from me. Now, you learned other mm. things along the way that kind of steered you off your path. But at the end of the day, the person you learned mostly everything from me. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're your own person, so you still, of course, have your own thought patterns, but I'm your mama. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a single mama on top of that. So if I give up on my kids, who gonna help them? Yeah. Not a damn person. Especially being a black woman. Then she got your grandbabies in right. the car. Like, come on now. What's well, the kids aren't baby? in the car. They're living with different people. She's living in the car by herself, but... That's even worse. Yeah. Like, at least get your grandkids and be like, you, I'm not gonna help you, but give me the baby. Yeah, I can't speak on Dr. Dre's situation because I don't know his situation, but I do know that as a parent, you know, you're going to love your children, and 38 is very grown, so if they do get in the jam, you'll probably help them out, but don't be dependent on your parents at 38 years old. I guess that's what we're simply saying. Like, don't be dependent on your parents though, at 38 years old. She does work, and she's been working. So she says she works, like, in an assembly uh, line, and she also works for DoorDash, making, and we all know $15 an hour is not a livable wage for a lot of people, especially if you have four kids. Yeah. I, I and then just, she has to pay for the car that she's living out of, and she's scared they're going to repo the car any day. Yeah, yeah. I, I would just say this. If, like I said, you don't know the relationship, and he's been helping her for 38 years, and maybe she's been slandering him. Maybe she's been talking to the press. Maybe she's been bad-mouthing him. We would have heard about it before this. He said he had a problem with it, so I, maybe he has. I, I, we don't know. Hey, and that woman who just called was absolutely wrong about uh, parents you know, not being standing next to their their their, their children when they do hideous things. Really? Have you? Because mamas are always in the courtroom. All right, and mama's gonna always answer the phone from those prisons. Matter of fact, that's probably the only person gonna still be with you is mama. Yeah, my mama and daddy. They, no matter what stupid stuff I did, they always there. No matter what it is, good or bad, they are always yeah, there. We, in my we saw Derek Chauvin, mama, on the stand a couple months ago, you talk right? about how beautiful her son was. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, well, since we're talking about parenting, let's talk about P.J. Washington. He claims that Brittany Renner, his child's mother, will not let him see his son. We'll tell you more information. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Four more days until the weekend. Damn, it's slow. Y'all look at the bright side. (laughs) How many more days until Labor Day? I have no idea. When is Labor Day? (laughs) Uh, September fourth, like I think. More, three more weeks. Three more yeah. weeks. All right, yeah, all you brothers. You know, no more, no more white women after Labor Day. So you better get your fill in now. <laughs> Shut up, man. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. 
The drama. PJ Washington and Brittany Renner, they are having some drama. And this relationship, now that it hasn't worked out, has been even worse. Now, they have been uh, dating. They have a son together most recently. And now things are over. So a lot of people are posting this old uh, video of Brittany Renner where she was talking about dating athletes. She said this. First people to deal with are the athletes. None of them use condoms, really. So if y'all really want to try to come up off a check off a man, I mean, you could just an athlete. They're really dumb. All right. Well, now uh, there's reports that he has to pay her $200,000 a month in child support. He said that's all cap and that's not true. But now he's saying that he's not allowed to see his son. PJ Washington posted pictures of his son and said, Daddy misses you. Then he posted, they won't take me from you. Uh, they won't take you from me. And then he posted, don't understand why I can't see my son. I just want to see my son. And then somebody wrote to uh, Brittany, sis need to write us another book. And she said, definitely writing book number two soon. Yeah, I mean, listen, she proved your thoughts become things. This is the power of manifestation. <laughs> if you b believe it, you can achieve it. So how much does he have to pay? Because he said the two. We don't know. He just said that was cap. But no. we don't know what he has to pay. Even if he pays half paying. of that, at least let me see my son. All right, Yella Beezy is talking about his recent arrest, and it was a misunderstanding is what it looks like. He was arrested on drug and gun charges, but he says that's not what happened. He didn't deny that there were guns inside his car, but he also said the controlled substance inside the vehicle was hand sanitizer. Listen to this. The homie got a brand of hand sanitizer that looked like drink, but it say hand sanitizer on him. Police weren't trying to hear it. They thought I was trying to cover up everything. Like, and the only reason they, they would charge me with the guns is because of the drug. You know what I'm saying? The girl even, she brought cases to the jail and her LSC and was trying to show them like you were paid. They weren't trying to hear it. They just wanted to take, just make a risk. So they got to run labs and everything. So that's why they charged me with it. With a felony right now, it's an unknown felony or whatever that is. So I'm the first rapper that went to jail over hand sanitizer. Wouldn't they, um, don't they got to test it? But, but they, can't they just smell hand sanitizer? It's also said hand sanitizer on it. I mean, that don't mean anything. Yeah. But don't they got to <laughs> test it? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, maybe it. they didn't do it right away. I yeah, don't know. you got to test it. You can't just lock me up for a controlled substance without proving it's a controlled substance first. Right. He said they charge you until they find out. But he said all they had to do was smell it or put some on. He said they took his money, jewelry, and phones for what? All right. Now, Corrupt says that Snoop Dogg inspired him to start his own reality TV show. Uh, he's going to be working on a show with his wife, Lisa. He said, we're working on a reality show right now. It's all about me and my wife and the everyday life of Corrupt. And Lily is called Lily and Gotti. So get ready for that. Corrupt is quite entertaining on television. I don't know if you guys were watching him. Uh, but, yeah. What I was think he on? It was a couples therapy. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah, I think it was couples therapy. But let me tell you, I was watching that show just to see him. So that should be a good one. Mm -hmm. All right, Cassidy versus Tory Lanez. The saga continues. Now, as you know, Tory Lanez recently responded to Cassidy's first diss track at him called Perjury. And here is what Tory Lanez had to say. Oh, chicken talking and I ain't hearing him. I put phantom. I leave cast body in that casket. It's caressing. My prime to your prime. Dog, it's no comparison. What you gonna compare? Some smack DVD appearances? Now, Cassidy has put out a seven minute long diss track. It's called Plagiarism. And here's a, a piece of that. Let's get back to business. After I rap, it's a rap that's finished. It's going to world star shade room and academic. The baller alert or catch it on the breakfast club. See when TMZ mentioned this is going to get extra balls. And then he goes on to uh, talk some more about the issues that Tory Lanez has been having with Meg Thee Stallion. I 
could tell that he crazy shook by the way he look. Us battling is a crazy look. I'm like a foot of shot pedicure after the shot Megan foot. Look, I mean, it's rap. I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I, I would like to see them come together and do some type of battle, though. See if they can get a get a bag or something out of all of this. Seven minutes is too long for a battle, but I'm with you. I would love to see the battle. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, but because it's just verses, right? So, like, y'all do, 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 get smack of somebody and put it together. Like, they rap, go against each other since they, they having rhyme offs. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Get a bag out the situation. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And also, uh, earlier I announced uh, October 30th, I'm doing my Detroit car, Cella. And the reason I'm doing it for the Halloween is I know this October 30th in Detroit usually gets a little crazy. The mayor usually puts a curfew on the city. Parents uh, usually allow their kids to go trick-or-treating. So I wanted to do something for family on October 30th. So Coachella, Detroit. All right, we're going to do it October 30th. We're going to have 10,000 pounds of candy. So we're going to be giving candy to kids. So it's going to be a trunk-or-treat car show style. So that's going down in Detroit. We have uh, very limited tickets, $19.99. So get your tickets now. It's going to be a family fun day, amusement rides, carnival games, uh, celebrity cars, exotic cars. Everything possible that we, we do everywhere else, we're going to do there. But we're just also going to have candy for kids for Halloween. Can so, I ask a random question? A safe environment. Yes, ma'am. Why not just make it 20 bucks instead of nineteen ninety nine? Why do people do that? <laughs> okay. Tickets $20 <laughs> right now. That'd be dope. For the extra I'm just pay. wondering. You should do that. To, if you should have did that to Fiends back in the day. Instead of charging them a 24 rock. It's nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> this sounds better, right? It's under twenty dollars. No, it's, 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 it's less than twenty dollars. Right nineteen ninety nine. It's the same. Save thing. a penny. The same thing. But I <laughs> can't wait to see you guys October thirtieth and uh, shout this. Uh, All those pennies add up. Sloppy House in uh, Sloppy Chops. Sloppy Chops. That's what I said. Mean. Sloppy House. <laughs> yes. Shout to Sloppy. That's the studio. Yeah. So shout to them for sponsoring. Appreciate <laughs> you guys, and we'll see you October thirtieth in Detroit. What up, Dell? All right, let's get to the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, what up, what up? It's DJ Envy and the General Insurance is all about flexible with their flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Get the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, weekend is over. Coachella was a huge success. Shout out to everybody that came out. I love you guys for coming out and supporting me. A lot of family fun. Shout out to Lincoln Tech for sponsoring iHeart Power 105, uh, 99 Jams in Philly. I mean, it was just such a great event, so I just want to say thank you again for everybody that came out. And don't forget, the next one we're going to do is October 30th, Halloween style in Detroit. So Mischief night. Or what mischief do they call night. their devil's night? Devil's night. In Detroit. Yeah. I was just in Detroit over the weekend. Dave Chappelle said this is his last special he's doing for a while, but he actually filmed his newest special for Netflix in Detroit. Dope. So it was lit. You know how it is. Everybody was yelling out from the audience. He was like, all right, calm down. <laughs> But yeah, he got some good jokes about um, the baby that he tells. That's pretty interesting. So will they still be timely? Um, I think so because it was kind of a big deal this mm -hmm. year. So a lot of times you discuss things in comedy specials that's current about what's going on. So mm -hmm. and I think it was so big because it wasn't just uh, you know just it was big festivals that he was getting canceled from, and mm -hmm. Elton John spoke on it, and you know Miley Cyrus, and a lot of people spoke out. So I do think it's something that is going to be. Uh, everybody kind of knows about. Absolutely. And listen, I'm going to be in Martha's Vineyard tomorrow at uh, Salt MV. It's in Edgartown, Martha's Vineyard. I'll be there at 3 p.m. for uh, In Conversation 
uh, with Anita Kopax, the author of Shallow Waters. If you haven't gotten your copy of Shallow Waters yet, go out there and get it. It is about the Yoruban deity of the sea, Yimiya. Great, powerful novel, especially if you got, you know, um, daughters or nieces. I think that, you know, this book would be very, very, very beneficial to them. So tomorrow, Martha's Vineyard, Salt MV, 3 p.m., me and Anita Kopax will be there discussing Shallow Waters, okay? Okay. All right, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got a positive note. I do, and it's simple. Listen, the habits you created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. Get out of survival mode. New habits, new life. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> 